Welcome to the Salty Talks podcast, where we talk about running, distance running, cross country, track and field, you name it. This is a resource for you to become a better runner, a better coach, maybe even the greatest of all time. Welcome, friends, to Salty Talks. This is May 17th, 2020, and um, you're hearing from Coach Saltmarsh. I'm going to go over the topic of uh, friendship and kudos and support and all those things that help people um, raise their game when they're feeling supported by teammates and others. Very few people can appreciate the sport of cross country. Um, I think that runners know what it takes to be a cross country athlete and um, and how tough it can be, how exhausting it can be, and how unbelievably great you feel when it's over, knowing that you gave everything you could on that day. And what makes it even sweeter is having teammates that have been through the same experience. People may ask themselves, why would you want to do a sport that literally leaves you leaning on your peers and um, gasping for breath and uh, trying not to, you know, throw up your breakfast on the lawn after you've finished a tough race? It, it seems for the outsider something really sick and demented. But if you love athletics and you love sport and you're looking for purity, there is no better place to go than the cross-country course. The stories that unfold during the race, the, the stories of overcoming adversity, the gutsy finishes, the looks on the runners' faces as they come up that final hill at Dairyfield, um, the way they collapse into each other's arms, the way they support each other, like maniacs out on the course. It's just, it's really a wonderful thing to be a part of. And most of it is built on the idea of friendship and um, support from your teammates and your coaches and your parents. And, um, and I think that's a really important thing, especially now that we're in week, um, I don't know, 57 of lockdown or something like that. It feels like it's been for years, but um, at this time when you know we still are not able to practice as a team or even go to school, you guys can't see each other. Um, and if you do, it's you know maybe with a mask on or from a distance and it's very it's a very difficult situation socially, I think right now. But one thing that you can do to help each other and to um, maybe boost your spirits a bit, is to use a platform like Strava to record your runs. In doing so, you can publish your efforts, uh, your teammates, your coaches, we can see how you're doing. Uh, we can see you know, what kind of workout you did that day, how far you went, how fast you went, what your heart rate was potentially, um, how you handled the hills, uh, things of that nature. But more importantly, it's a way to still feel connected. So we have a number of girls and boys on our cross-country team that are part of the Warriors cross-country club. And, um, you know, when we post workouts, um, we get a lot of responses. Uh, people are very active. You know, um, I 
I ride my bike now, as does Coach Ozzy. And we both get lots of kudos after we finish our bike rides, which is really cool. Um, but also, you know, I try my best to reach out and to support the athletes as well. And, and what I see when they leave comments for each other makes me really happy as a coach. I have yet to see anything negative, and I hope I never do. But I see lots and lots of positivity. Good job. Uh, great effort. Don't worry about it. It's the beginning of the season. Um, you're killing it. You're a beast. I mean, just good feedback and, um, and knowing that somebody else is out there doing the same thing you're doing and suffering the same way you are means, um, means so much to somebody. And that's why I chose the quote that I chose today in the blog entry that says, friendship is born at that moment when one person says to another, what? You too? I thought I was the only one. This is a, I mean, it really gets to the point of when friendship occurs. And in, I've seen freshmen come into this program and um, new runners come into the program and they are welcomed <clears throat> and they are made to feel um, part of the team very quickly. And part of it is because of the fact that there's this feeling of um, unification that comes from working hard together. When we go to a race or we do a workout, everybody is doing the same thing and um, for the most part feeling the same way. And I think this idea of what you two, I thought I was the only one, I think this, uh, this cuts right to the heart of it. You know, we're out there, we're working hard side by side, blood, sweat and tears, um, joy, celebration. Um, we're very much, uh, very much a family. And um, I think that's why cross country is so special uh, to me and to all of you is because you know how important it is to have that, that feeling of family and to know that somebody's got your back and somebody's waiting at the finish line for you. And um, if, you, if you're reading the blog this week and you see the picture that I used, it's a picture that was taken um, at Nike Cross Nationals and you can see uh, three young men there, each with a different expression and feeling something uh, differently. But that picture is perhaps one of my favorites. Uh, you can see the emotion on their faces. You can see how they're supporting each other. And um, that is the foundation of, of some of the best things in life right there in that picture. So I would encourage all of you to reach out and support each other, especially at this time. And it could be a text, hey, great job. It could be a call, how are you doing? You know, that kind of thing. Or maybe it's a virtual team meeting. But um, whatever you guys decide, I, I think that you're going to find that um, there was never a better time to be a good friend than, than right now. And with that, we are going to jump into uh, week five of cross-country preseason training. So before we jump into week five, let's talk a little bit about uh, your past week of training. It started out with, um, let's see, it's a tempo run. 
And uh, then you had some some regular runs, one day of drills. And then we had the Saturday workout, which was the cutback. And I think it's fair to say that most of you struggled with the pacing on the cutback workout. Um, some of you may have started your workout too fast and then found yourself in a situation where you couldn't complete it. Others may have started too slow and then accelerated too fast once it got into the cutback stage of the workout. Um, this is a fairly complicated thing to do and it can be tough as a coach sometimes to explain the finer points uh, when I'm not there face to face with you to answer your questions. Um, but we're going to try this workout again, not this week, but uh, in two or three weeks we'll do another cutback workout. And I'll try to be uh, as specific as I can be um, for all of you when that workout comes up again. There were some very good efforts and there were some really good um, good execution and good workouts as well, actually. Uh, but I did hear a lot of uh, you know feedback that it was a little tough to, to maintain pace. And um, I think that over the course of the summer, you're going to get better at that. And pretty soon, you're going to be able to run an eight-minute mile or a 730 hopefully without even wearing a watch, um, you're just going to get to start to feel that pace. And that's that's a big deal. And we'll get there um, even if we're not there quite yet. So uh, this week, we start out with a very um, kind of a moderate day. It's just a regular run effort on Monday. Um, the top group will be running tw- uh, 45 minutes. The uh, beginner group will be running 20 minutes. And the middle group will be doing 25 the only fast workout of the week will be Tuesday. So Tuesday is going to be 5K pace repetitions. So this would be the pace that you think you could probably run a 5K if you were to get on the starting line today. So this is not your personal best ever, and this is not the time you want to run next year. This is what realistically you could maintain for 3.1 miles today okay so um determine that pace in your head whatever that may be let's say that it's eight minutes per mile then um, what you're going to do is you're going to do a repetition for three minutes at that eight minute mile pace and then you're going to have a three minute recovery which is just a very nice slow easy recovery just to get your breath back and to feel good enough to start up and go again for another three minute repeat and uh the beginner group's going to be doing four times three minute repeats with three minute recovery there's also a warm up and a cool down um the middle group will be doing 5k pace reps six times three minutes on three minutes off and uh the the juniors and seniors should be doing 10 times three minutes with three minutes recovery. So you're going to rack up a few a few miles here. This is going to be a fairly lengthy run once you add in your you know your uh, warm up and your cool down. But what I'd like you to focus on really is that change in pace when you pick up for the three minutes. Think about your running form. Think about uh, breathing well. You know, exhaling, focusing on that exhale. You want to have your shoulders back, uh, eyes up. Don't, don't be looking at the ground in front of you. Try to think about you know picking up your knees a little bit higher than you might usually because you are 5K race pace. And um, you know just enjoy the fact that you're outside breathing fresh air and uh, getting stronger every day. 
for Wednesday, it's going to be some running drills and a nice, easy, very easy recovery run. So, um, you know, take your drills seriously. Think about form. Make sure you're doing them the right way. And um, if you do them the right way, you're going to feel, you know, a little bit different. You're going to feel some uh, some soreness maybe um, in your hip flexors, which raise your knees up high. And you might feel a little soreness in your calves because there's a lot of bouncing on your toes during these drills. And that is to be expected. On Thursday, regular runs. Friday, you're going to do a regular run with some strides. What makes these strides different than the ones you've done before? I would like you to try doing downhill strides. So find a, a rather gently sloping downhill and you're going to run the stride the same way that you would normally. But you're going to be going downhill, which is going to cause your turnover to be much faster and your stride length will probably be longer. But this is a form of overspeed training, which helps um, your brain figure out how to make those quick, fast movements that are different than what you might normally be doing on your long, slower runs or even your 5K pace. Uh, is not anything like a downhill stride. So you're you're working on that neurological uh, ability to to run a lot faster than you might normally. And this will be helpful because we're going to transition into speed work at some point in the future, and you're going to be able to um, take advantage of of moving quickly. Uh, so Saturday is the last workout day of the week for you, and it's going to be a long, slow distance run. Um, 35 minutes, second year, 45 minutes and third and fourth year, you're going for 65 minutes. This is long, slow distance. Be sure you look at the pace chart. Some of you still are getting very carried away on your easy runs and, um, and that compromises your hard efforts or your fast days because you're still recovering from those runs that should have been easy. So please just, um, again, have some self-discipline. Um, you know, there's an aspect of, of sharing your runs that perhaps puts a little bit of pressure on you because you feel like it has to be perfect or it has to be faster than somebody else when you post it. Um, please don't fall into that trap. Uh, anybody, you know, anybody that, um, has run for any amount of time, you know, you can talk to some of the kids who recently graduated or, or whomever you ask them about their runs and they're going to tell you that it's really important to have a mix of fast and slow days. And, um, that's the reality of training. So if everything you put on Strava is fast and there's no slow runs that, I mean, it doesn't really impress anybody. It's just, you know, everybody's, everybody slows. You have to, otherwise you don't get better. So, um, let's not do that. Let's not, let's not worry about what's being posted. As far as speed goes, this is preseason. This is about getting comfortable, strengthening, um, your legs and tendons and improving your efficiency and how you process oxygen and feed your muscles. It's just, this is all the, you know, the, the long, uh, slow runs that just rack up miles and make you stronger so that you can, you can be really good once we start putting the hammer down uh, in September. So, all right. I hope you guys have a great week. If you need anything, you know, reach out, let the coaches know. Um, that Tuesday workout is going to be the big one for the week. So 
if you, you know, if you're trying to schedule things or you're trying to figure out what you can, what you can't do this week, don't miss the Tuesday workout. That is the big one this week. Tuesday and Saturday are probably the two key workouts of the week. Um, obviously try to do what you can, but focus your efforts on those two days. And I will talk to you again soon. Um, I wish you well and I miss you all. Goodbye.